0: Jesus shows up on a cloud and I grab his hand in desperation to get out of this place and he takes me to heaven. When I got to heaven, I saw the gates of heaven. Guys, this is not a joke. This isn't like some fairy tale. This is the real deal. It's real, guys. Real life starts now. This is
1: Hi, this is Evangelist Don Lay. Welcome to The Real Life Radio Show, where we're going to talk to real people who had real problems but found answers in a real God. Lately, we've been talking about the idea of absolute truth. Is there just one truth, or is truth simply relative to one's own subjective thoughts? There's some people who believe that there's just one truth, and there's others who are leaning towards the theory that truth is relative to your own opinion. That There really is no one truth. In our last show, we had Jordan Samuel describe how he never believed in hell until he died from the overdose from a heart attack. And he told us how he was in a car with these beautiful women, bags of money, and everything he wanted, but as he was being taken down, he saw those women become demons, and then he realized he was being dragged down to the pit of hell. He experienced such darkness, and he knew he was never going to get out of this. He realized his life was a waste in that moment, and that this was how everything ended up for him. But then he saw Jesus come to him last minute and helped him to pull him out of this darkness. And he had an encounter with Jesus. Today, he's going to continue telling us about his experience after that happened. Jordan, welcome back to the show. Thanks for having me, guys. Jordan, it's so good to have you back. And I wanted to go a little deeper. I understand that as you were dying, you made this like last minute prayer to God to help. And then you have this incredible experience of Jesus saving you from the pit of hell as you were dying. And then you had this amazing experience of what you believe was heaven. Tell us of what you saw.
0: Yeah, I cried out to the Lord. I said, help me, Lord. And, you know, my entire life, I spit in God's face. I was in this black waiting place and all of a sudden this light in the distance and like a star appeared and it zigzagged towards me like a cloud. And you know, in this black place, you felt so disconnected from everything. You're never gonna get back to the world. You're never gonna see your family. You're never gonna see anything ever again. But Jesus shows up on a cloud and I grab his hand in desperation to get out of this place and he takes me to heaven. When I got to heaven, I saw the gates of heaven, guys. This is not a joke. This isn't like some fairy tale. This is the real deal. Oh. And you could hear noises that you've never imagined that are on this earth. You could just hear holy, holy, holy of these angels and layers, layers and top layers, because everything goes for infinity. And I could look through, and I'm like, I'm in heaven right now. And it's like, yes, you are, because every thought is answered. You just have total understanding. It's just like you think something, it's answered. You don't have to move your lips. It's just in your mind, you have understanding. And I don't know how to explain the love that was lavished. It's like liquid love. The Lord is amazing. People say, hey, Jordan, what does he look like? What color is he? He's super bright, I always say. He has a crown on his head. He's super bright. He is the Lord Almighty and holy is his name. And so I never walked into the gates of heaven because if I walked through them, I would be alive for eternity right now. And the Lord had another plan. And so I went into, I call it like God's personal office type thing. You went to this room and it's a throne room where the Lord sits and it's all together It's the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. They're all in one. They're all there. And the Lord went to the right hand of the Father. And that is where... I experienced the first time sonship of what it was to be a son because I lived an orphan my whole life. I never knew who I was as an individual and the Lord lavished love on me like I've never encountered before. And he said to me, did you not call and have I not shown myself to you? And people need to understand that before I used to just yell and curse and say how there is no God, but never, ever truly searching out the truth. Right. Mm. I just like my truth at that time in my life. Right.
1: This is amazing, Jordan. Because God made a believer out of you. (laughs) And it also demonstrates God's mercy and grace towards you. I understand that he revealed a lot of things to you personally that changed your idea on what truth is.
0: Yeah, he did. And he put his hand on my shoulder and, you know, told me he loved me. And that was the first time that I ever knew that I was loved and I was the son, guys. Like, my identity crisis that I had, you know, not knowing who I was or what I was called to... So, you know, you fill with all the worldly things, you know, like hanging out with bad people, TV, what the world feeds you, pumps into you, but not knowing your heavenly identity, who God has called you to be. And that's being a world changer, you know? So yeah. he just really sewed into me that he loved me. He told me that my heart failed me, but he'll give me a new heart. He told me I never believed in marriage before, but he told me I'll go back and I'll marry my wife. And that she has a heart of gold and I'll marry her. And that I need to be sober and vigilant for how is he going to work through me if I continue to be high all the time, right? Mm -hmm. And so he really sowed things in my heart in heaven. And in heaven, you don't walk, guys. You glide, right? And this is the coolest part where he brought me. I call it like a pride rock section. It's like a sea of glass is the best way to describe it. And I get to this point and there's a river and you can look over this river and you can see grass breathing, like literal grass that grows and it's huge breathing. And you can hear laughter like you've never heard laughter before. And I knew I knew people over there. I didn't see distinct faces. I just knew I knew them. It was just a knowing. And I knew if I was going there, I would live forever if I went there. And the Lord shared with me that I'll go back and I will tell people what happened here. He's like, it's time to gather my children because he's coming back. And I didn't want to go, guys. I wanted to stay right by the Father. I wanted to stay with my daddy in heaven, you know? Mm-hmm. And he just told me, you know You'll go back and you'll tell people what happened here. He just lavished love on me, guys. Like a love that I've never felt, showed my true identity in heaven, just reaffirmed a bunch of things and broke a bunch of lies I believed. And, and so oh. this is from a guy who didn't believe in any of those things. You know, just do the best you can, make your own book, but nothing can compare to what is in heaven and what's in store for us, for those who trust and have faith in the King. It's real, guys.
1: Man, you are thoroughly convinced that God and Jesus are real from this experience. I love it. How did this experience end? Did you suddenly come back and just end up back in your body?
0: Yeah, no, he hugged me, he told me he loves me. He told me that he is forever with me, that he'll never leave me or forsake me. It was so intimate and personal, you know? And so all of a sudden I wake up, I'm on my trailer floor in my room and I'm in pain and I'm weak, but I'm like wondering what just happened, right? Like now I'm back in the flesh, right? Like I was just in a heavenly realm, that's total spiritual. And so I'm living and I'm back and now I'm making excuses because I'm in the flesh. I'm going, no, that didn't just happen. I'm just tripping out, like everything I just told you. And this hand physically in my room, Nothing else. This hand squeezes my heart in pain. And is the first time I heard the Lord's voice audibly. And he said to me, he says, yes, my son, that did just happen. And yes, that's my heart that you now have. Like, you know, because I'm no longer my own. We are made in his creation, you know. Wow. And that was the first time I understood. And I cried. And some people may not understand that, but it's real. And he's amazing. And so wow. he just, you know, wanted me to know that. So that's what happened. And I read the Bible for the first time.
1: Wow. So you started reading the Bible, and I understand your life began to change in such a positive and beautiful way. Yeah. I understand you stopped the drug abuse, you fell in love with Jesus, and you fell in love with the God that before you thought didn't exist. Oh, yeah. So much so that you began to preach the gospel everywhere you went.
0: That's right. I now have a family, you know, I have three kids, and (laughs) I'm married with a beautiful wife, and I was saved by grace by the king, and... I want to share everything about our Lord, and He's the King. And it's not about being religious, but how relational our Lord is. Mm-hmm. He's not about a rule book because I was having sex before marriage. I was doing all these bad things, you know, but yet God came and met with me and gave me a relationship with Him. Wow. And He cleans you up. There's nothing that I could have ever done. That got me to where I am now, other by God's grace and His love and His mercy. Wow. And so to anyone, I just share that you're never alone. You've never been alone. And God's hand is upon you and He's pursuing you. Sometimes you just have to turn around and slow down and be like, there you are, Lord. you know?
1: <laughs> Jordan, I think this is a powerful testimony of there being one absolute truth. And the truth is that God loves us absolutely. Thanks so much for joining us.
0: Thank you, guys. God bless.
1: Hang tight. Let's go deeper into what ancient scripture says about the kingdom of heaven right after the break. Hey, everyone. As an evangelist, I'm really into changing people's lives with a powerful message of the cross. Do you know people are getting set free from drugs, addictions, and internal anguish by the power of the Holy Spirit working through our show? Will you ask the Holy Spirit if He wants you to partner with us financially? Every donation will help us to reach 1 million more people. Think of it. 30 people giving $100 a month will bring this show in front of 1 million more people. Will you help me to get to one more city in the US? You can give by going to awakenthenations.com. Welcome back to the show, where we're going to go deeper into what you just heard. So, what do you think about this? You might be wondering if deathbed prayers of salvation work. Well, if they're genuine cries for help, I believe they do. Let's look at what ancient scripture says about this very thing. In Romans 10, 12-13, For there is no distinction between Jew and Greek. For the same Lord over all is rich to all who call upon Him. For whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. That's what's written, guys. You see, it doesn't matter your upbringing, your race, or whoever you are. If you call upon the name of the Lord Jesus, you shall be saved from a genuineness in your heart. Now, you might be wondering, how can this be? How does this work? Well, don't you know that Jesus died for your sins and not just for yours, but everyone's? And He did this mighty work to save us from the natural consequence of sins. In Romans 6.23, it's written, For the wages or the price of sin is death. And that's like an eternal death. But the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. You see, salvation is a gift. It's not earned. The way you receive a gift is you have to receive it. That's it. And I know this is simple, but just lean in and think about this. If you don't receive the gift no matter how much money you have, no matter how much hard work you do, no matter how good you are, you will not have that gift. Why? Because you rejected it. Plain and simple facts. See, Jesus made a way. He made a gift of salvation. He is the way, the truth, and the life. And he's the only one who tells us that. There's no other religious figure that has made this way. Can you receive this truth? If you're ready, let's pray. Father God, I'm praying for the person who's saying, gosh, you know, I don't really know how to be saved. I always thought if i do the right thing, but I want to make sure I end up in the right place. So Jesus, we're asking for that gift right now of that salvation. We receive it, Lord. We're not going to reject it. We don't need to be prideful and say, well, earn it myself. That's so unsure. So Lord, we want the sure way. Jesus, we receive your gift of eternal life right now. We receive that relationship with you. We ask for this in Jesus' mighty name. Hope you're blessed by this testimony, and I know that your life was touched.
0: If you need prayer, please give us a call at 877-480-4477. That's 877-480-4477. See you next time.